Welcome to New Type Flash. This is a podcast where every other week we come to you with Gundam Universal Century in a more or less chronological order. This week we are coming to you with Gundam Zeta episodes 41 and 42. This week we have with us Scotty P. I'm only going to mention this now because when we get to double Zeta, I'm going to completely have forgotten about this. Okay. So I'm playing Super Robot Wars V and there's a battle where like you know, a little point in the, in, in the start of the battle is that Benajer has lost control in the unicorn and NTD is active. So he's going berserk and you have to stop the unicorn in the first part of the battle. And when this first happens, we'll get to unicorn on the show. But I think most of our audience has probably watched it. Uh, anyhow, new type destroyer mode in a battle that's going on it immediately starts going after new types well this battle because it's super robot wars now look i know it's totally completely non-canon not even close doesn't even kind of count okay but you've got uh full frontal you've got uh marita two other pole clones amaro camille uh, even setsuna and his like awakened innovator kind of well not like the super alien innovator one but you know, his innovator state, which they basically treat like a new type in the game. All of them are in the battle and judo and the NTD, the first target, it's judo. I mean, so, he's he's probably one of the best new types out there, I would say. I'm just telling you, power scaling wise, Super Robot Wars V said that guy. And we have Luke. I need to order a super robot wars now i have i needed to order it for a while i should have bought it when you guys did regret it well i played t when that came out and then i kind of felt like playing another one so i got v v is almost exactly the same gameplay wise it just has different franchises yeah they don't really change the gameplay very much between any of these do they i think they do but v x and t they didn't Hmm. Apparently they are like easier because they're trying to get more people into the franchise. Hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I think some of the older ones are like brutally hard. It's the monster Hunter generations, generations. Uh, monster Hunter generations methodology right there. Yeah. All right. Episode 41, the awakening. Um, so Rosemia. I, I'm just going to start off with this. I I think I mentioned it in the last episode uh, a handful of times. I don't know why they made her for this show. I mean, I know, but I don't know. With that being... Emil's sister. <laughs> please, please keep all of my sarcastic comments about how realistic everything that is going down is uh, uh, in your head. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the... Here's the idea. Part of Camille's character growth is that he matures over the course of the series through his experiences with these. I know it's yeah, matures in air quotes, right? Um, he gets it for like through, an episode or two at a time, and then he completely regresses. Well, it's yep. it's like someone with Alzheimer's having like moments of clarity, like where they just like suddenly remember stuff, and he's like suddenly mature. He makes a really mature, like thoughtful statement. And then, like, 15 seconds later, he's like, why can't I fly the Gundam? Like, you know, it's just... Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, so what he's what he's trying to show here is that 
he is growing as a person through his experiences with these women. Now, I'm sure if left completely to his own devices, Camille would be slowly building a harem and boning them all. But we are in children's broadcast TV in the 80s in Japan. That's not happening. Everyone but Fawz. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. basically when he regresses a lot is when he first will meet these women. It's like he's it's like new girlfriend, right? You Sometimes you act a little bit more immature because you're trying to like you know, impress the new girlfriend or something. Right. And, but then, you know, once you get to know him a little bit, you maybe start to act more mature. And so you repeat this cycle several times throughout the course of the series. And, uh, you know, he ultimately kind of makes an impact on all of them. Hey, Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but all of them kind of inform his character and he has some sort of meaningful lasting impact on, on their lives by and, ending them. Well, usually, <laughs> yeah, we're, we are, we are almost, we're not quite there. I, I, when we get there, I am always impressed when I watch this show on how much death they cram into like two episodes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, right. Yeah. So the, the idea of all of these different female characters is that it's part of Camille's journey by basically encountering a bunch of crazy bitches and learning to deal with them. Now I can say from, uh, in real life, having, not experiences like like this but i had a you know i had a popular phase and i can say that there is a little bit of truth to to the messaging here having experiences with crazy bitches can help you really learn some things yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep, lane, um, you, lane leave it at that one <laughs> Please yeah. that. I'll, I'll let you know when, I'll let I, you know when my popular face hits. Yeah. But, well, you've got a popular face, Luke. Why do you think we have you on the podcast? There we go. That's We're it. Trying to get in your pants. Just, uh, I'm, I'm just reeling it in over here. Um, all right. So, so the children are babysitting uh, Rosmia, um, which, you know, is always a good idea uh, with a crazy older lady. Uh, Fa wants to go and hang out with Camille uh, because of Rekoa. Because, like, I don't know. It's weird. Um, so, Rosamia is, like, this is like, a long-standing thing that keeps happening throughout the, the, the few episodes is Rosamia hates the doctor, and she doesn't want the doctor to diddle her. Um, so, like, she's always running away. <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah. One note. Um, Verb one choice. note about what they call her. They call her call her Rosami a bunch, and also Rosamia a few times. Um, I thought that was weird. Maybe it was just a dub thing. Um, yeah, dude, Doctor Hassan. I really wanted to point this out. He's a diddler. <laughs> yeah. Verb choice. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna listen to your heart now. Under your shirt. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Rosemia hates the doctor, and Camille like talks her off of this ledge of craziness by just like, I don't know. He's like fucking with her. I, like, I don't have any other way to to put it other than he just like basically lies with her and like schmoozes her, and then she's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, he hugs up on her like he's he's trying to get it. He has to treat her like a child. Yeah, yeah essentially. Like if you, I think what he says is something like, "If you want to stay on the Argama with me, you have to go for your checkup." <laughs> and then he tries to look at her titties and Foss smacks him. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 
Fa'a and Camille, uh, with with this scene, it's like the parents that they will never get to be is what, what they're doing in this episode. They're cosplaying as adults. Um, my, my last comment about Dr. Hassan for right this scene is she, he's like, hey, I'm going to do your checkup now. And she's like, okay. She flashes him full, like lifts her shirt up. First nipple shot of the show, I think. Um, lifts her shirt up. And then he's just like, excellent. I think we see we saw Fawz tits like early on in the show, like after a, a, a shower. It was like super early, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, so over to the Titans. Uh, Reko is taking over a chemical weapons team. Hmm. Hmm. Never heard of this happening before. Mm-hmm. Um, she is. A... Go ahead. I have a fun note here. So. Bask is saying you have to lead a poison gas attack and she's going to him. Is there another way I can prove my loyalty? And all I can think about is team America. (laughs) Uh, Fuck yeah. Prove your loyalty. (laughs) Sucking my cock. She learns she she gets to flood a a colony with poison gas. Um, And then she like kind of um, doubts what's going on here, and she, she not only doubts it, she straight up challenges and She's like, uh, Are you sure? and gets uh, corrected. Yeah, Basque punches her in the face. Yeah, it seemed to work, but but he also says, We're not a gang of killers here. I had that same note. He said, We're not a gang of killers, go murder these people with chemical <laughs> weapons. <laughs> Should it tell you anything about the Titans that I didn't even take that as a note? It's like, of course, like, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so we learned that Shar doesn't trust Rosamia. He's like weirded out. But again, um, Shar as the leader of, of AUG at this point and Bright as the leader of the Argama have no problem with this crazy ass chick walking around the Argama without, well, I'm sorry. They are escorted by a bunch of war orphans. Um, yeah. So that's still happening, completely believable. Um, Camille uh, walks back to get some uh, taste of of topless Rosamia's candy at the doctor's office. Yeah, she she runs up to him. Now she is holding literal candy, but she's like, "Hey, you want a lick?" <laughs> oh, well, she like pulls it out of her mouth. It was like, "You want to taste my candy?" <laughs> yeah. So I ha- I have to say I'm going to credit this one to uh, I might say this wrong and the- now this post is four years old but it's from a Reddit rewatch for this episode and this was from the drag and something that is in their comment is just uh, amazing and I-, I want to share it again since this is a four year old uh, rewatch thread. Uh, he says Camille has a will of steel to try and not stare at girl where not wearing a shirt and who's offering to share the candy still in her mouth. Yet again, if he did do that, then he'd be a proud member of the Shar Asnable School of Romance. <laughs> uh, yeah, the thing the thing that's weird here is nobody seems like weirded out by how she's acting. They're like, oh, that's Rosamia. You know, like it, I feel like if I was walking around like acting like a crazy person, taking my pants off and like like well, pull, pull a piece of candy out of my ass and said, "Hey, you want well, to?" I'll, I'll, I'll challenge that a little bit because Doctor Hassan is like, "Yeah, she's basically a normal, healthy girl," and then immediately calls uh, Char and is like, "Yeah, 
she's physically healthy, but we need to do some checking on stuff because, you know, things aren't things aren't right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He definitely. I, I seemed like he didn't want to be open with that. Uh, open with Camille about that. Yeah. So back over the Titans really quick. Uh, Rekoa is starting to regret, um, you know, uh, regret something that she hasn't even done yet. But, you know, she wants the Argama to find and stop the mission that she's on. Um, yeah. So what, what, what ends up happening here, though, is that um, basically there's this Titan dude that messes up on the colony approach. Like he kind of like breaks their formation and like he can't hold on to the gas canister or something like that. It was a little yeah. bit, I was, I was looking down, taking notes, honestly, I didn't rewind, but uh, what happens though, is that the Argama gets alerted or excuse me, the colony notices and then the colony messages, the Argama going, Oh shit, they're about to murder everybody. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. They don't know they're going to get gassed quite yet, but yeah. Um, so Rosmia and the kids want to take out a mobile suit. And so the, the kids uh, push her along to steal one to make Camille happy. They're like, oh, Camille will be so happy if you just take this mobile suit. Um, and then the doctor lets uh, uh, Char know that he thinks she might be a, a cyber new type. Yeah, and they have to... Basically, the doctor also can't find her. And he's like, Char, help yeah. me find crazy girl running around. Yes. Yeah. They put... So you get like a Scooby-Doo scene where like, you know, Char and the doctor and everybody are running around while like Rosemary and the kids are like sneaking around. I think there was a point right before that though, where she um, reacted to like the sound of the mobile suits taking off or something like that. And then uh, she's like, what's that sound? I, I don't like that sound. And they're like, it's the mobile suits. And then she's like, oh no. Um, and then the, I think it was the kids that suggested her like, why don't you go? She's like, I know how to pilot mobile suits. Kids like, why don't you go out and help your brother? So then she's like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, she's stable. Um, yep. So uh, the the doctor and Sharf finally find her, but she is able to get an MO instead. Um, so she's gonna take that MO out with the kids. Um, actually, no, she doesn't take the kids with her. They they she gets them by herself. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so Rekua finally realizes at this point that she is actually gassing a colony. Um, I mean, she knew that's what she was doing, but now she's like, oh, I'm I'm gassing a colony. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, as she starts gassing these people and killing them, uh, Camille starts having kind of like the the impact. He starts new type sensing the, their deaths. Um, and Emma eventually feels it too. And uh, Fa. And Fa. This is, I think, the first hint we've had for Fa, but she does as well. Yep. So Rekoa seems mad that uh, Camille and Emma were too late, but she's not mad at herself for gassing the colony. She's mad at them for like being too slow. For not stopping her from gassing the colony. Hey, and we get Dangar canister again, though. <laughs> Dangar, Yep. She was she was like one more accusatory statement away from you made me do this. <laughs> yeah, she's like Camille. If you're this slow, you'll never beat Shubraco. Yeah, it's clearly Camille's fault that 
Reco had just like committed a war crime. Reco was definitely stable this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Rosamia ends up inside the colony. Uh, I, sorry, I just skipped ahead a little bit. My bad. Um, oh, yeah. Reco you know, I was, I was going to say something here. When Camille and Reco are fighting, the animations, when they are like the cockpit shots, those are, are really, really well done here. Yeah. Um, something about Zeta you can really find the pieces of key animation because they look so good. Like even by today's standards, they hold up. And then the rest of the show looks like it's from the eighties. Yeah. But the key animation on this, and and you can, I mean, this is not something that is unique to Zeta Gundam. A lot of shows in this time period, when you hit the nice parts where they put the main animators on it, this is going to be in the clip uh, show. Right. Yeah. Well, what's gonna, yeah. What's going to be used in the commercials and things yeah. like that. It's damn nice. It looks really yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so Reko, it goes crazy. Um, and in her fight with Camille, uh, and then, uh, Rosamia kind of cock blocks, uh, fight. Um, and then they go inside the colony and Char takes over and starts fighting against Reko at this point. Um, so Rosamia is kind of walk, gets out of her suit, starts walking around and she finds a dead kid on the street. It's like a really dark scene. Very sad. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, she was like hugging him and I was like, he's not going to wake up. And she's like, no, he will. He will wake up, wake up. And it was, it went on for like a long time. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was like, yeah, it, it 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 elicited some emotion. Like the fact that it was Rosamia that was doing this. Like if it was like any other female character, if like it had been Rekoa, I feel like I would have been like, oh man, now she's realizing what she's done. But it's Rosamia, so it's like, oh well, she's probably having a delusion that this kid is a rag doll or something. You know, like well, at first she thinks it's Shinta. She's like, oh Shinta, wake up! Yeah, what you're yeah. doing on the ground. And Camille's like, no, it's not. But then she just keeps holding on to it. And um, you actually do get a good Camille moment here, though, um, because. He ends up just like being like fine, like leaves her there, and then just rage kills a couple dudes. Yeah, yeah. He yeah he goes off and fights some titans, uh, and then Rosamia flips the fuck out and turns on Camille and tells her that her mission is to destroy the Zeta and kill the Gundam pilot because the Zeta will cause the sky to fall. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think that's similar to what they had done with four too, right? That was the same thing she had, they had made her believe. I think I think one note about that is she said um, the Zeta made the sky. I think she said the Zeta made the sky fall and killed my my mother and brother, or like my mother and father and yeah. brother, something like that. Yep, we we get into that. I think next episode maybe, but uh, and, and it, it wasn't with four. It was Rosamia like towards the start of the show, you hear her go like, Oh, the, the sky is falling or the sky is going to fall or something before she goes to fight with Buron when they're mm -hmm. on the earth. Yeah. So, uh, Rosamia joins up with Requa's unit as they retreat. And Char was pretty much unable to do anything against Requa. So he, uh, he failed in his, uh, fight. And that is episode 41. You know what's you know what's funny here though, uh, so Rosamia goes back with you know the Titans at this point, and Camille is like he's mad and he's sad and he's like face planning the Zeta's controls. And Foz 
Vala is very pleased that Rosamy is out of the picture. I mean, I feel like all of them should be pleased. Like, again, like from a security, some random crazy chick that, you know, has the mental capacity less than war orphans running around a military ship. I, I don't know. Seems like seems like a recipe for disaster. Uh, episode 42. Goodbye, Rosamy. One quick observation about Rosamy from that episode. When she took over the uh, uh, the mobile suit, she got in it and she's, she's like, I don't know how this works. And then she pops open a panel and sees like a bunch of wires and starts like rubbing the wires, like stroking the wires. And then like a second later, she's like, I get it now. <laughs> she's able to fully operate the, the mobile suit. Yeah, I think I think that's them hinting that the new types can kind of just like like in, innately like understand some of this stuff. You're also in an era where Anaheim is building the weapons for the Federation and the AU. So, mm. yeah. So, uh, Granada begins evacuating due to the fear of the colony laser. Um, well, now, hang on, hang on. There, the narrator at the start of episode 42 explains the attack from the last episode. For some reason, let's explain what was going on now. Thanks. And he says that the attack on the side two colony was a diversionary tactic while the Titans worked on moving grips two. Thanks for telling us in the last episode when all that happened. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Granada is evacuating. Um, the Lovian Rose, the Radish, the Argama all start heading towards side two together. Um, Camille is pissed that uh, cyber new types are being created. Um, and then Char drops this gem. He says, if if humanity is let, left to run its course naturally, humans will destroy the Earth. Um, if, if, you, if you can't get it, they're really hyping up uh, uh, Char to um, hate humanity and Earth. Um, so uh, next scene with that, after he drops that knowledge bomb, we mm -hmm. see the doctor wanting hey, to check. Whoa, whoa. Well, Slow. Well, Lane, well, Lane, I know we got episodes to get to, but you got to calm down, brother. We're here to analyze, not cliff notes. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I just feel like we talk about Shar talking about how he hates humanity every episode. I don't, I don't so much take it that way at this point. What he is worried about is the, um, general deterioration of humanity under the federation and how that will harm the earth uh, that's that's i think maybe at least that's how i read him right now but i had some other things before all that that i wanted to touch okay. on um just some little things that i kind of found fascinating um so hassan is talking about how he found extremely high levels of an anti-radiation drug in razami's system and that was in the at least like, I only got this by pausing the subtitles, but they called it keta metallothionine. Yeah, I think there were like two chemicals they specifically named at one point. Yeah, but I did look it up, and that metallothionine is a real protein. I don't know what the keta dash at the front of it does. I don't know if that's like a, a Japanese thing that was weird in translation or if that's an actual medical term. Maybe if anyone listening actually knows what that does you could you could tell us and we would learn something so that would be 
that'd be kind of neat. But anyway, and yeah, so Camille's talking about it and the doctor's saying he just thinks they want to try to go beyond the limits of the human body and that's why they're doing these things. And then we get into the, the Char stuff that you mentioned. So uh, that was that was what I wanted to, to talk about. And then we have Hassan being a creeper. Yeah, he wants to check Emma's tits out. <laughs> yeah, I think he said, uh, um, like, I think you need a checkup. Lift your shirt under your top. Poor, poor Emma, like... She, she seems to be like one of the most level-headed grounded people in the show and like people creep all over her i mean she's got hinkin all over her i think camille's been all over her at one point now there's a doctor trying to feel her up camille's been over all over every female though yeah yeah well i, I enjoy how after emma gets up and leaves they show Hassan right before the scene cut, like sniffing his stethoscope. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> dude, he's he he went from like just random, maybe not background character, but like random guy floating around to just full on fucking creeper in the last two episodes. Yeah, and for the people that say like the beginning of Double Zeta doesn't doesn't mesh with uh, the the end of Zeta, here you go. This is this is the hints dropping. This is the hints. <laughs> We'll get to it with that, but um, yeah, it's, it's it's the studio, but hints as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Rosamia gets a new shoot, a new suit. She gets the bound dock, um, and she mentions that it's better than the Gaplant. Um, I think she just says it's faster. She doesn't really go into a bunch of detail, um, but we do learn that new types transmit brain waves directly to the psychomu system uh which isn't affected by minoski particles like regular brain waves so like there's there's like some hints here that if if uh if there weren't minoski particles they could make some some something similar to like a psychomu for regular types as well i think yeah so what he's what he's saying is that they are using like that cyber new types. And I think what we're made to assume here is that this would apply to new types as well, is that they are able to interface with this Saikamu system using these unique thought waves that they can produce or that a new type could produce. Whereas if you were to try to, like if you look up some of the theoretical stuff about humans trying to you know control things with the ele electromagnetic waves that are coming out of our heads, uh, we would not be able to do that because of Minovsky particles, but these new type thought waves are able to overcome that. Right. Um, and Lieutenant Gates is just like, uh, I don't believe in the psychomu system. The end. You know, outside of his pilot suit, he's just, he's like random Bishi Titan. <laughs> yeah. So um, Basque learns that the Alexandria is still at grips too. And he thinks uh, Gotti is mad about the ga gassing operation. Um, so he, he says he's going to teach the Alexandria a lesson um, and uh, leave Rosamia behind right now. So Rosamia behind, Basque is going to go to the Alexandria. Yep. And this is where the bound docks launch and you finally get them named. And I, I decided to take the little notes about what this thing is. Other than It's a roly-poly. It's... It's pretty ugly, to be quite honest. Uh, <laughs> these were developed at the Titans Augusta New Type Labs. Gates's unit 
is the prototype one and it has two seats in it it's the only one with two seats because it's kind of like made for like testing and things like that it is transformable and weird was the note that i took because you first see it and it, yeah it looks like a like a bug like a beetle or something without wings and later we'll see it transform and it looks weird like almost dog-like but with yeah. a big skirt and it's it's a strange it's a strange suit so um you've also got uh, uh the psychomu system is in it. it has an area of effect scattering mega particle cannon fun facts about it would be that there is a design or i shouldn't say design there's a color scheme that is noted to be jared's bound dock which is a yellowish color scheme it never appears in the show um and then there is a, a new high grade just from last year of the bound dock. It's the first high grade for it because it's big. It's one of them big old suits. Uh, so yeah, it finally got a high grade last year. If you want to build. What thing. did it have before? Should it have anything? Probably something from the eighties. Hmm. I don't think it had an older high grade. I can Google it. Um, yeah. So Camille tells Shinta and Kum that he will bring Rosamia back. Uh, and, and I have a little note that says, probably in a body bag, am I right? Um, yeah. Uh, everybody launches at this point. Um, the colony detects the Titan suits, and it's it's uh, it says they say, start the anti-aircraft fire. And, Do you have a better idea? And then the, this guy's like, yeah, let's just surrender. So, yeah, th this colony does not think that they can take the, the Titans on at this point. They just want to give in and uh, give up. Um, and the Titans are going for colony gas version three. And this is third, the third colony that's been gassed, right? Or they're going to try to gas. Yeah, yeah, this would be. There's the one in the past, and then the one that they just did. And um, what we what we get to see here, though, is that the uh, the mayor guy that they that had the oh yeah, this calm dude didn't get shot. He had an accident from forever ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we get we get to see him uh, because Titans are approaching and ignored their warning. He's like, oh no, is the, are these consequences? <laughs> but he actually wants to fight back. Yeah, the other guy's like, no, nah, no, nah, give up. <laughs> I don't want to fucking die. Did you, um, say, did you say that he wanted to uh, fight because the Titans wouldn't show him mercy or something like that? They like, yeah, probably yeah. something along those lines. Um. So yeah, Fog gets a uh, crab pincered from the. This is what the Bound Dock has like these crab pincer thingies, um, and she gets grabbed, and then uh, Camille's able to push Rosamia back. Um, and she, like, we get this scene where, like, Rosamia is like, Camille has been caught by the Zeta Gundam. So, like, she thinks the Zeta Gundam has eaten Camille or something and has him hostage. Uh, yeah, she's so, she's so fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't get the, she doesn't get the good pills, the good cyber new type pills. Um, but this is where we get to what Luke mentioned about the Zeta making the sky fall. And that's what, crushed by mommy my daddy and my little baby brother uh, yeah well see he like tells her to come back and she's like all right yeah i'll come back and then yeah she's like 
Yeah, the, the Zeta made the sky fall and killed my family. Yeah, well, like they're they're using from the it's from the other bound dock. They're like exerting some kind of psycho waves on purpose to control her. Yeah, yeah. It's I guess it's like you know turning up the 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 gas the gas level a little bit to try to like like influence her. It's this is when you can tell that the things she's been saying are like the the brainwashing code phrases that have been planted in her. Yeah. Um, so they land in the colony and Camille gets out, gets her out of the suit. Um, and Gates and the doctor were just, they just, they keep trying to crank up the psycho waves. Um, and Camille keeps shooting the, the that bound dock with a gun. Like he's going to break it. Like he, he's like futilely, like the like shoot, shooting a pea shooter at this, uh, mobile suit. Um, so Camille starts cuddling with uh, Rosamia and tells her about four. Um, and then she starts like frolicking around <laughs> this, this area uh, while there's like chaos going on. Um, at this point, Char notices that the poison gas is being prepped. Uh, and we learn that uh, Maneva may be inside the colony right now too. So things, they just upped the ante a little bit. Well, yeah, what you have here is uh, Char, uh, for one, he, he notices the gas and he actually accomplishes something here because he ends up blowing it all off. But uh, he notices that there's this hole in the colony that Razamia had caused, which is how Razamia and Camille got in there in the first place. And he, he notes, and I think they've brought this up before, but uh, this is colony 13 at side two. And it's like, oh, ba- oh, I get it now. They got lots of bad luck there. <laughs> anyway um yep so he rushes inside to find that haman is taken has been taken from her royal guard lamia uh and lamia dies uh so she is not actually in the colony and nobody else is yeah well she she tells Shar before piecing out that haman took maneva out of there and asked Shar to uh protect maneva and then then she's gone, and Char hears, hears a noise and goes, is it Camille? And then he forgets this promise that he made to Laumia for the rest of the series. To, to, to be fair. <laughs> I know, I know. The parts of the sequel series where it would have made sense, he ain't there. Yeah. I'm just saying, this is an empty promise. He's always in the shadows. This is a empty promise because Shar has approximately like three more hours of good screen time before his character gets assassinated by Tamino. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the bound dock flies into the colony and starts emitting cra- more crazy waves at Rosamia. Um, Gates and Camille start brawling, but the uh, Hyakushiki breaks them up. Um, he actually gets a nice hit on the bound dock and it crashes uh but at this point rosemia goes nuts um she makes her bound dock transform into the mobile suit mode um and then she gets in it and tries to step on camille uh but he he manages to get back to the zeta as shark kind of like the transformed bound dock is just crazy looking yeah. I don't know if I like it or if I hate it, but it's just nuts looking. Yeah. And it, like when she's running towards it, 
on foot. Camille follows her for like, and Char at that point could have destroyed it. He's like, Camille, bro, what the dude, <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't shoot because Camille's on foot like right. Right near it. And um, yeah, poor decision-making on Camille's part. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He, so he's, he goes after the, after it, but he's, you know, not able to do too much. Um, Camille can't fire on her. He, he's unable to, to pull the trigger and Char tells him it's, it's you or her buddy. Um, and Rosamia says that the Zeta is the biggest enemy of the Titans. Um, and Char orders Camille to retreat as gate orders Rosamia to chase him down. Um, once once Gates realizes that they are actually outnumbered, he orders the Titans to retreat as well. The rest of the Ayug suits show up yeah. at that point. Yep. And, uh, and then Camille finishes the episode off basically saying, what the fuck, will she ever get better? <laughs> yeah. And then the narrator tells us again that it's all a diversion by Basque as he moves the Grips 2 laser to take out the Ayug's home turf. To answer your question, Lane, probably not. She's crazy, crazy taxi. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think anyone comes back from <laughs> that kind of. Are there mind torture? So I, I guess this this, this going to be our side. If you don't want to hear any brief brief spoilers, uh, are there any are there cyber new types that don't end up being completely fucked up? Hmm. Like they, well, they, they never they, fix they cyber new types to be. I mean, I guess technically, I think like big jump ahead spoiler, fair warning, wasn't full frontal one. He was, wasn't he like a cyber new type? He was a clone or something like that. Yeah, allegedly. Full frontal is such a can of worms without an without a real definitive answer and and no he wasn't okay because he was crazy as fuck too yeah but he wasn't like look at me i'm a little girl like crazy like rosemary was well see the, the I'm, I'm getting real bad echo from somebody um anyway the the thing with frontal that complicates it is that it is entirely possible based on the end of unicorn that it was a different body, but it was Char. But it's a, that's, that's open to interpretation, right? But based on what you see at the end of Unicorn, it, to me, it said, yeah, that was him. Um, just not at the same time, almost like a, and the way he acts was a bit more disconnected. So I took it as sort of like, you know, that whole thing, like almost like a pet cemetery kind of thing. Like you bring them back, but they're not quite, they're not quite the same. Uh, so, but yeah, that's a whole other thing. I think maybe um, pull two, maybe uh, the cloning starts to get a little bit weird and we don't really see what she ends up getting up to with judo. Um, you know, once she gets out there, I mean, other than like Bonin, but. Okay. So, so maybe we'll give it one and a half cyber new types that aren't complete cray cray. Yeah, I mean, basically, this is not stuff that should be done. And and there are other uh, Gundam works that will uh, explore this for us as we continue our journey through the universal century. All right. Got anything else? 
the uh, bound dock kit. The only other high grade is Rue. It's excuse me, it's not a high grade. The only other one one forty four is for the one from the eighties. Um, you also have options for a one two hundred B club, which you'll never find, and an SD. Let's go with the SD. Probably looks better than the real kit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll check again in two weeks when we do Zeta episodes 43 and 44. Till then, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at New Type Flash Pod and uh, feel free to comment on our uh, Mobile Suit Gundam subreddit post. Uh, until then, we will see you later. <laughs>